Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to The Dive. I'm Sasha Kelly and we're the podcast that asks, whoever said business news needs to be all business? Here's one of the catchiest songs that I think's emerged in the last couple of years. If you know anyone under five, maybe even 10, you might be tempted to switch off right now, but please don't. For those of you who are drawing a blank, that is the Bluey theme song. Bluey, the now seven-year-old Blue Healer and her family, Bingo, Bandit and Chili, they premiered on ABC Kids on the 1st of October in 2018. This Australian preschool animated television series has well and truly become a global phenomenon. It was co-commissioned by the BBC, but now it's available internationally on Disney+. The list of famous guest stars has been quite extensive. What should we call him? Major Tom. So here at Equity Mates, it got us thinking, how much money is this small dog who lives in inner city Brisbane, Queensland, Australia, actually raking in? It's Friday the 30th of June and today I want to know, How big is the business of Bluey? To talk about this today, I'm joined by my colleague here at Equity Mates. It's Simon. Simon, welcome to The Dive. Thank you, Sasha. Great to be here. Excited to talk about Bluey today. (laughs) Absolutely. And you've got a little one, so I'm not sure whether Bluey's in your cycle at the moment, but it's on the horizon, right? Yeah, not quite yet. She's still only six months and not on the TV yet, but I'm fully aware of it having many nieces and nephews. So let's get into it. Yeah. So Simon, remind me, who is Bluey? Give me the 101. Yeah. So as you said in the intro, Bluey is a popular Australian children's TV show. First premiered on the Australian Broadcasting Corporation or ABC in 2018. The show follows the adventures of Bluey, a lovable blue healer puppy who lives with her family in the suburbs of Mm -hmm. Brisbane. Ring, ring. This is the doctor's office. Hello, it's Edna speaking. How are you? Hello, I need to see the doctor now. And Bluey is known for her boundless energy, imagination and curiosity, which lead her on various adventures with her younger sister, Bingo, and her parents, Bandit and Chili. And the show has gained widespread acclaim for its relatable and heartwarming stories that both entertain children and adults alike. Australia does seem to have a knack for children's entertainment exports. I mean, I grew up with the Wiggles, probably a little bit old for the Wiggles when they were huge. But there was Skippy, there was High Five. How does Bluey compare to these other children's entertainers who've come before? Bluey is massive. Okay, well, the Wiggles were massive, so... 
How massive is massive, Simon, really? Well, within 18 months of its Aussie debut, a country with around 25 million people, it, the episodes had been streamed over 250 million times. And since then, Bluey has just gone on to break all the records for ABC's iViewy streaming service. And it's global, isn't it? Yes, yeah, not just in Australia. Bluey has become a significant presence in the world of children's entertainment. It's in the UK, the US, Spain, Italy, even China. In fact, it's now in over 20 languages and over 60 countries. In the US, they really can't get enough of Bluey and the numbers don't lie. According to audience insights from analytics firms Nielsen, Bluey ranked in the top 10 streaming programs in the United States by minutes viewed last year. And it was streamed for... Wait for this, more than 20 billion minutes on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> That's massive. <laughs> that is massive. <laughs> yeah, we did the maths in the office and worked this out to be 38,000 continuous years of Bluey. If you're struggling to get your head around that, imagine a 38,000-seater stadium full of American children, each watching Bluey for a full year straight. <laughs> Look, Simon, it does resonate because I know that The Little Mermaid was my favourite growing up and my parents must have watched that every day for a year. It is a thing that kids do is latch onto something they love and watch over and over and over again. So it's one thing to talk about it just being a TV show with minutes streamed, but that doesn't kind of capture the cultural impact that Bluey's had. For want of a better term, we're going to say it, Bluey is a cult well, well, I'm not sure if it's quite a cult, but it's definitely on the spectrum and it's built a devoted following and not just from children. So from Hollywood A-listers, Ryan Gosden, Eva Mendez announced they were devotees. Natalie Portman has said she adores it. The Washington Post, NPR and numerous other publications have all written about how child-free adults are also loving the Australian cartoon. And there's even a podcast designed for grown-ups, which analyzes and dissects every minute of it called Le Bluey Pod. Wow. <laughs> this huge fan base has made Bluey a cultural sensation in the US. The voice actors behind Bluey's mum and dad, Chili and Bandit, recently appeared on Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show. Thank you for uh, coming on our show. We appreciate this. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. This yeah. is awesome. So happy to be here. A gigantic blow-up replica of Bluey was featured in Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York, and it's also won an international Emmy. Well, Simon, it really is incredible how people all over the world have become obsessed with this Australian children's cartoon. It's even weirder for me because I grew up in the neighbourhood that Bluey's set in and oh, I know right. that Bluey's house actually exists in the Paddington Red Hill area and you can go and stay there as an Airbnb. So it's just a wild ride to me that all these childhood memories are being referenced in this global hit. But we are a business podcast. We've been talking about the cultural impact. Let's get into the numbers. After the break. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Welcome back to The Dive. Today, we've got a really fun topic. We're talking about Australia's latest, greatest cultural export. It's Bluey the Blue Healer. 
Now, before the break, I mentioned that Bluey wasn't just a popular TV show. Simon's arguing with me. He's saying it's not quite a cult, but it's kind of on cult-like status of its impact and the devotees it's found around the world. But the business of Bluey isn't just contained to the small screen. It stretches far beyond that, doesn't it, Simon? It certainly does. The Bluey name and characters can now be seen on everything from PJs to push bikes, toothpaste to toys, books to biscuits. I love the alliteration you've got going on there. (laughs) (laughs) The brand now has actually over 110 merchandise licensees internationally and more than a thousand Bluey themed products are in the market. And it's not just merchandise. They also have a hit album and a touring play to boot. So with all these spin-offs and adaptions, the Bluey business must be booming. Certainly booming. Celebrity manager Max Markson said the show's success will have translated into big bucks behind the scenes. He went on to say, and I quote, I think at the moment Bluey is earning more money than any other Australian personality, local or overseas. But exactly how much money Bluey has made for its creator Joe Brum and Queensland production group Ludo Studio is unclear. And that is because there's a bit of a wrinkle here, an interesting business story behind the rise of Bluey. Despite it being an Australian show with an Australian creator made by an Australian studio, the British seem to be making the most money from Bluey. Wait, I mean, I had no idea this is the case, Simon, and it feels even more ironic that you as a Brit are telling me (laughs) right now about how you've taken all this cash. Um, And I feel like we need to call Mark Fennell. His Stuff the British Stole new season is out at the moment. He could have put this in as an episode. What is the story here? Why is all the money going offshore? Yeah, so there's a bit of irony here. Someone from Britain talking to someone from (laughs) Brisbane about the British making all the money from Bluey. But a bit of the backstory here, Bluey was originally developed by the Australian public broadcaster, ABC, as we said earlier on, and the taxpayer-funded Screen Queensland back in 2017. And at that time, a total of around 52 episodes were commissioned. According to a report from the AFR, several months later, Ludo Studios put the commercial rights to a tender process. And this led to ABC getting the broadcast rights in Australia, but the BBC took out the global broadcast and commercial rights. Ludo opted to go over the commercial arm of BBC, Britain's national broadcaster, because the ABC simply didn't have the commercial firepower, particularly when it came to the publishing, distribution and merchandising of the brand. Meanwhile, the BBC had the track record with global reach and fast experience making fortunes from the likes of Doctor Who and Top Gear. So despite being the most watched show in ABC iView history, the Australian public broadcaster makes nothing from the show's commercial and global success. For the BBC, it's become an incredible revenue driver. As I mentioned earlier, now has over 110 merchandise licenses international and more than a thousand blue fiend products in the market. Simon, that's such an interesting clarification. So Ludo, the independent production company that's based in Brisbane, they've done remarkably well. And the BBC have kind of taken it to the world. And our public broadcaster, the ABC, seems to be the one that's kind of missed out on this opportunity here. Look, you've mentioned how big this ecosystem is. I want to dive into that, pun intended, a little bit more. Give me a sense of how big this ecosystem is actually is. Yeah, certainly. And again, it's massive. So the first products were books with Penguin Random House, then a toy deal with Moose, then a clothing deal with Bonds and on it rolled. Less than 12 months after the series launched, Bluey had even entered the cutthroat but lucrative world of fast moving consumer goods with a yogurt product in Aussie supermarkets. Yogurt, you mean, Simon, (laughs) yogurt. (laughs) 
When researching Bluey, there's been a couple of standouts for me. One you've already mentioned, Sasha, is the promotion with Airbnb, where one lucky family could actually stay in the exact replica of the Heater house. How would you like to stay in Bluey's house? What? I know. That is what Airbnb is offering, transforming a Brisbane home into a replica from the hit children's series. Yeah, it's incredible. If you Google it, I mean, I don't have little ones in my life, so I haven't really watched a lot of Bluey, but it does look like a really fabulous place to stay I've got to say. It does look pretty cool and a great commercial partnership between those two brands. The other one for me incredibly is a 65 day North American tour of the stage show Bluey's Big Play and it's kicking off in November at Madison Square Gardens in New York. Look Billy Joel, Taylor Swift, move over it's time for Bluey. <laughs> so Bluey is less than five years old if you're counting in actual human years. And it seems like the little dog is everywhere. What what could actually be next? And is this long-term? I mean, there's very few children's products that have managed to make it through the fad period and into being like a long-term product. Yeah, it's a really good question. What next? Well, I mean, first of all, we haven't seen a Bluey movie yet and we know Disney+. Plus. They've got the broadcasting rights and license in America and they love pushing franchises. So I won't be surprised if we see a Bluey movie coming out soon. You know, Disney is probably the best in the world at finding ways to monetize strong IP. So also don't be surprised if they give it the Marvel or Star Wars treatment and find a way to incorporate Bluey into their theme parks. Longer term, who knows? And many kids' shows have shone incredibly brightly and then faded just as fast. Take something like the Backyardigans, which was incredibly well received, loved by parents and children alike, nominated for eight daytime Emmys. Yet despite its moment in the sun, it didn't last more than four seasons. Yeah, and I think um, when I was babysitting, it was In the Night Garden and Teletubbies, which are both kind of fallen out of fashion. But then you compare that with Barbie or Lego, which have managed to survive generations. So... It could be either of those, really. Yeah, we could just be living in Bluey's moment. But of course, Bluey's creators and the BBC, they would hope this is the start of a long-term media franchise. And I guess, yeah, what could that be? You've given a couple of examples there. The one which came to mind for me was incredibly the Winnie the Pooh franchise. You know, the world's favourite honey-loving bear from our childhood. That's been around since 1925 and has generated a whopping $80 billion in revenue, predominantly from merchandise. Bringing it back home to Australia, Bluey is starting to draw comparisons to Crocodile Dundee in terms of exporting Australian accents, stories and culture around the world. And much like Paul Hogan then became the face of Australian tourism in the 1980s with the Come Say Good Day campaign, maybe Bluey will be the driver of the next generation of tourists to Australia. Simon, I'm just disappointed you didn't commit to an Australian accent when trying to do <laughs> Paul Hogan's campaign. Look, Bluey might be the next face of a campaign, but I can't imagine her saying anything like, that's not a knife, this is a knife, or, you know, any of the <laughs> Crocodile Dundee sayings, but... Seems like a good pitch, so I'd say watch this space. Simon, thanks so much for bringing this story for me today. It's been a great way to round out the week. Yeah, thanks, Sasha. It's been good fun talking about it. If you enjoy the dive, if it's part of your routine, if you love what we do, then let us know. Takes 30 seconds, hit follow, hit subscribe and whatever podcast player you're listening to. And then take two seconds to send it to a friend who you think might enjoy it. We really appreciate it. It's a small thing from you, but it makes the biggest difference to us. I'm going to be back in your feed with a new story on Monday 
today. This time we're talking about Spotify, a bit meta, podcasters talking about podcasting, but I look forward to talking to you then. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697.